You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. You're listening to Lust for Life with Mad Dog Matter. Thirty-four. I went to therapy, got my shit together. What's thirty-four for the self? It's Paul Pierce. What's Paul Pierce? The truth. I found the truth about myself. Thirty-five. I freaked out the day I turned thirty-five. What up, baby girl? Welcome. What up? How is you? Hey, what up? how you doing? I didn't know you two knew each other. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go around and do my Latina hellos. Oh, go for it. Who's Angel? What up, New York? Hello. I'm Jean, otherwise known as Mayhem. Gene. Baby girl, good to see you. Nice to meet you. Mayhem. It's a good fucking name. Mayhem, whichever. I want to. Goddamn right. All right, so we're going to start. We're going to just, the three of us for like 10, 15, then we're going to bring you on. We're going to just spitball. We'll have fun. Just who gives a shit anymore? It's all going to be beautiful. 35, those death, Reggie Lewis. Uh, okay. So a week after I turned 35, mom dies. Lost a tour. So everything I gain, I lose. It makes sense. Two weeks before my birthday, the end of 35, that I would lose this. 36, Shaq, rebirth. Boom. Let's go. Oh, uh, interesting. What about 40? Dino Raja. What's going to happen? Was Dino Raja <laughs> yeah, yeah, deported back to Serbia? Or was he Croatian? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't fucking remember. I think he was uh, Croatian. Uh, did you get all that? Is, that? is that how we're starting the episode? My Celtic <laughs> age? Only half of them? All right, my people. Does this sound good? My voice is... It sounds is, fantastic. It's almost back. It's not 100%. <clears throat> it was. Got off the steroids. Now, that sounds weird. They gave me goddamn steroids, okay? Nice. And then you tell people you're on steroids, they think, what, are you in some softball fucking league for a comedy club? No, it's just this is how I got over it. Now I'm off the steroids, but I'm still doing ginger. All right, everybody, welcome to America's number one podcast as voted on by Canadians. They're still voting for us. They're stuffing the ballot box. Keep voting. Keep voting. We encourage guys. it. We love the support. That's it. We're not like a repressed country. No. Neither are they. So... This is a podcast about the human condition. It is Lust for Life. I'm Mad Dog Matter. I'm the dog of 28th Street. What's the other one I go by? There was another one I told people yesterday. I'm number 34. I'm the truth, right. as truth you heard. Name. You are the Celtics roster. I am the whole <laughs> yeah, Celtics. Yeah. Man, in the 30s, it's a big fucking deal. I'm telling you. Is that good? Uh, one of my ex-girlfriends is. Not all of them. When I turned 35, she's like, I hope your Paul Pierce year was good. Have a good Reggie Lewis. She don't know. She don't like basketball gave a fuck about the kid wow she sounds like a keeper well she was and then i fucked up all right we'll talk about that maybe some other time with me of course let's just do it now um my main dude he is the right hand of the show always sits directly across from me just like in the mafia you need to see your consigliere every fucking time he is benji suswine (laughs) Sorry. AKA a sweet, Sorry. sweet, sweet wine. Yes. Thanks for having me again. <laughs> Except for episode four, you've been here. You're almost Joe DiMaggio. It's four. like a streak. I was like, what number is four? Number four. <laughs> but I realized Celtics numbers. Number four was fucking Havlicek. There we go. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I'm I think I'm he was lying. 17. Was he? I think so. I think that's my favorite song by Winger. I don't know if you know that song. She's I mean. Set. How was that song allowed back in 1988? 
because oh yeah right yeah. because he's basically talking about statutory rape sure but some states it's legal so I have a feeling it was a bigger hit like in Alabama uh, right, in right. Mississippi where like the legal age is like 15 it's like hey, it ain't a big deal you, <laughs> yeah. you could have went younger fella yeah it's weird to write a song where in states it means different things <laughs> you know what I mean yeah she's only 17 17 got three kids in some states Utah sure. might be one of them I'm not sure <laughs> Joining us, for, I don't even know how many times now as a third mic, one of our top third mics around. Now, I shouldn't Thanks. say that because that other people are going to be like, well, yeah, where the I'm fuck not, am yeah, I? you didn't say that for me. Now, I, I have to say Yeah, but you, you're here every time. No, the people will say, you didn't say yeah. that when I was a third mic. Oh, but you said one of them, so they can't get mad. Yeah, Because yeah. they could be the other ones, you know? The many. Yeah. But one of the best... Also, my roommate, the great Anthony DeVito. Oh, thanks, everybody. Thank you, guys. So this is what it's about. So... This is going to be an interesting episode. Usually, we have a general theme with a guest. This is kind of loose. Our guest, it fits what this show's about. Liliana, she is an individual. <laughs> Grew up pretty much in the Lower East Side. She's got tats. <laughs> no, is I wrong? Wrong. Let me just make up shit on you. <laughs> Let me make up shit, and then you can come on and refute the whole fucking thing, right. and we'll make this like some old school CNN shit. Fought in Iraq. Yeah. <laughs> she killed the Germans in WW2. God bless her. <laughs> on the back of a pterodactyl. That shit's true. It's fucking true, Super Tramp in the booth. You know what I'm talking about. Got a smile on a Super Tramp. It's there hard to is. get these days. It's going to be a good day. <laughs> She's a different person, <laughs> and she left unannounced to me. I left for the road. I came back, and she moved to Berlin. I didn't know. So that's one of the angles. There's a lot of angles I'm going to take over there, but this is basically going to be one of those episodes where we're going to figure out what the story is as we talk because she embodies what the show's about, mm -hmm. and there's hijinks. She brought a lady with her name Mayhem. This is fucking great. Yes. I don't know if you can hear that, but it's exactly how you think a lady named Mayhem would say it. Yeah. It's fucking dope. This could be chaos, all right? And that's what we're going to em embrace. And who cares anymore? Real quick, yeah. before we go any further, two weeks from today, February 18th, live that's show. Right. We've been doing episodes and putting them up within days so we could promote the show. And I always forget to promote it till the end. So let's do it up front. Live show, my birthday. Free. I turned 36, free show. 36, as you heard earlier, if we have that part still on, that's Shaq when he was on the Celtics. <laughs> Which that team was the best Celtic team since 86. People can't fucking debate me on that shit. They had Shaq, Paul Pierce, Garnett, Rondo, and a couple other guys. I can't remember now because I'm too fired up on Monster. But we were unstoppable <laughs> and we're going to win the fucking title till Shaq got hurt and then ate too many cheeseburgers during rehab. Can't win them all. Uh, but 36 is a good number. I'm turning 36. We're doing a live podcast. All right? It's going to be special. We're going to have a musical guest who we've not had as a guest yet on the show. You guys have not heard this guy yet. Next week's episode will be this dude. He will be performing live. We're also in negotiations to get a couple other guests, a couple of third mics. Anthony will be here mm -hmm. performing warm-up. We're going to have warm-up <laughs> comedians. Him and my other roommate, Greg Stone, who's pissed off he's never been a guest on the show, are yeah, going to do warm-up. The uh, one time he was going to be a guest, yeah, yeah, yeah. he ended up getting a meeting. <laughs> Ah. I go, oh, you know, you're going to big time me after all this bitching. So, <laughs> so that's what happened. Back. But Nabla, he can show up on February 18th. <laughs> he works during the day. He works. He's got things going during yeah. the day, baby. No more shine box. Right. So come on out, 8 p.m. It's going to be a fun show. It is going to be chaos. We have a loose format that we're going to do that day. And I really mean loose. <laughs> loose like a 60-year-old hooker. Let's hey just say that. Too soon? Not soon enough. So come by, and then we're just going to drink and make mistakes after. We could go to a strip club. I don't fuck. 
Anything can happen. We don't have a budget. Maybe I'll just if I let's just say that if I still have a, a job, then we'll just leave it like that. <laughs> Maybe it's we can get you. strippers up here. Okay. We've had that before. Have we had strippers up here before? Uh, yeah, we actually have. <laughs> we actually, I was about to say no, but... They're on speed dial. We'll get their asses back up here. I yes. was going to bring a stripper, but she was sleeping. Uh, a stripper street? They, they need to sleep. That's <laughs> totally at, understandable. At 3.30 in, in the afternoon, who would think a stripper? She probably got in from at 7. God, yeah, we, we still haven't had a proper stripper episode. That's crazy they to had, me. Do they have proper strippers? I lashes together this morning. What's that? I, I, I glued her eyelashes together. The stripper? Yeah. And then she went back to sleep? Yeah. It's the weirdest. Fuck it. You, you, all right. Visuals, we'll get to that. Visuals. We'll get to that in a second. <laughs> See, already chaos. This is what we I like about this. first <laughs> opening story. Let me just say this. Um, Liliana hit me back uh, she, when she got in town Monday. It was like, I'm bringing uh, three doms and an ex-stripper. And I'm like, holy shit, this episode's going to feel like like Stern in the early 90s. Right, right, right. I don't know what Mayhem's... I mean, I think Mayhem... Are you, you know, a dom? Yeah. I'm shocked that you're one of the doms. We were, we were in it together back in the day. So. You're never an ex-Marine. You're never an ex-Dominator. You're never an ex. You're never an ex. You know, we're going to throw you... We're going to uh, get a mic. We'll, yeah. we'll do, we're going to yeah, do a couple more minutes, and then we're going to bring you on. The mayhem have, should be on here. Mayhem should be yeah, on. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. This is great. Wow. All right. So See? now... We've already now brought in guests. Now, how do we bring this back together? Like, uh -huh. like for another few minutes to keep our form. We have a format here. No, we're not mad. It's all. I got a question good. for you. Yes. You, uh, how are you feeling getting a year older? Talking about your birthday. All right, here's the or thing. Or should we save it for the birthday? God week? damn, you're so fucking good. This is why <laughs> you're full time on this fucking show. <laughs> Benji, God damn it, was supposed to just be a producer and occasional on air. Came in on the first episode. He, you. Seriously, you could have gone into journalism. You could be the new Mike Wallace. You should, should be on 60 Minutes. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, I, I just applied for a job there, so we'll see. You should get. Well, I'm going to tell you this. Eventually, <laughs> we're going to spin this goddamn show off into a CNN show. Hell yeah. It's going to be like a, magazine, like a news magazine, but with our edge. Right. So we're going to be 60 Minutes, but we're going to get drunk with these cats while we're doing it. Ed Bradley wasn't doing shooters with LT. Probably because he should, <laughs> because then LT would do coke and hit somebody. <laughs> We just shattered in the fourth mic. What do you Super Tramp talk right yeah, now? Yeah, just, just bring her in because we're running late. Yeah. We're running late. Okay. Yeah, let's just start. So just so, bring it in right now? Nothing against your birthday, but yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck's going on now? <laughs> <laughs> I have, That's what happens when you turn 36. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we're not going to take a break. This is our most professional episode. Hey, we said we're going to wing it. This is fast we and said, loose. We said we're winging it up front. Can we get her a yeah. chair? I'm on it. I'm on it. All right. I have a feeling this is going to be the episode where people back in Vegas go, I don't know what's going on, boy. I don't know why I made them all hillbillies. Why you talk Because like <laughs> I want that hey, voice in my head. Desert cooking math. Yeah, well, there's enough of those, believe me. All right. So we're not taking a break. This is the first time we're ever not taking a break. I'm probably going to have to pee a lot. Who gives okay. a shit? Okay. Go figure. Go figure. Why go figure? Because I got like eight drinks in front of me. Those things. Oh, we got to speak in the mic, beautiful. We got to speak in the mic. The monster drinks, energy drinks, really make you pee. They're diuretics. They're diuretics. They mm. Isn't that the book in which <laughs> the a religion is based on? <laughs> diuretics. Go pee the, and worship the Thetans. Separate both. religion based on diarrhea. Exactly. <laughs> diuretics. It's also full of shit, though. Yes, yes. Paul Thomas Anderson's making a movie on them as well. All right, so we have two guests now sharing one mic. Yeah. The two, great, gr two girls, one mic. 
Who uh, one like, wow. Friends who share care. That sounds like a spinoff show that we should have here. <laughs> <laughs> um, with us, um, Liliana, I'm not going to be able to pronounce your name. Velasquez, because, uh, Liliana Velasquez. Montoya, Stop fucking bragging right now. Wow. This isn't Princess Bride. So <laughs> yes. Don't be rattling that show, your father. <laughs> and no. with her is Mayhem, who I've just met, but I already one of my all-time favorite human beings. <laughs> <laughs> I am a huge fan of Mayhem in general. So welcome to the show. Okay, so Liliana, I don't know where to start because, like I said, it's a big thing. Well, I wasn't, I didn't grow up in the Lower East Side. <laughs> well, you told me the other day, I brought that up you to you. You said, you remind me of the true Lower East Side, and I was like, of course. <laughs> you, you embody. Yeah, am I, I going to say no to that? Yeah. Yeah. You embody the grit of what New York people well, I've been living wish. here for 15 years. Yes. And I, you know, just gypsied my way through New York City. Well, let me just say, this is probably the only time I've ever seen you above 14th Street. Nah, yeah, you, yes. Yes. I always see you. Uh, there was a club downtown that was uh, a little grimy, and I mean that in a good way. I love grimy clubs. Yes. And then I'd always see you at, like, uh, arty bars and stuff like that. Right. And I just embody, you embody it. You're tatted up. You don't give a shit. You, bar you march to your own drum. I almost said barch. That's a new word. You barch and so to your to own drum. To me, <laughs> you always seem like you're out. You're always like, hey, you want to come meet up for a drink? Like, to me, you are the down. You are a downtown girl. And now I'm bringing that to Berlin. And that's what's fascinating to me. So, so go on. Like, so where are you from? I am from Colombia. I was born in New Jersey. And I was raised between Miami and Medellin during, you know, I'm 36, so during the time. Ooh, I saved my age. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but you're aging well. Okay. That's you, why I say it. Because you're South <laughs> American. Yeah, boy. right, you're like proud. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. South Americans, Asians, blacks, age unbelievable. Because we're happy. <laughs> all three of those races are <laughs> all have, just the happiest they, people. They have it yeah. so good. So. Yeah, yeah, you've all, none of you have ever yeah. been repressed ever. <laughs> I like these white people yeah. struggling through God, the years. All these white mess. people with their white collar jobs and all the others who, who are stuck working in the fields <laughs> for white people all these years, we're happy. So we, <laughs> we're so busy making money. Yeah, yeah, too busy oh, singing. I'm happy. I gotta do this, I gotta do this. I'm late, I'm late, I'm late, I'm late, I'm late. <laughs> <laughs> and South Americans don't believe in being late. Nope. Right? There's Colombian time. If you if I have a party and it's like be there at two and you on a Sunday and you show up Thursday at two, you're like, where is everybody? I've right? I told the time in cigar lengths. I'm like, how do I get to this town? They're like, it's a cigar and a half. <laughs> <laughs> okay. See, goddamn, it's great. We were on the train past three. She wasn't worried. <laughs> I got a little worried. I was like, what the hell? Not concerned one minute. <laughs> She's like, no, we're not walking. I'm like, we're I'm waiting for the local Because <laughs> that was, yeah, I hit you up on Facebook like at 310, and I'm like, oh, fuck, she's from Colombia. Three don't mean shit to her. All right, so let's just be real. Why the move to Berlin? It, was, it I, seemed very sudden to me. I know you'd go and visit every once in a while. Yeah, well, I work with a photographer there who is now my lover. Mm. Okay, mm. that's good. Because you are a model. Yeah, I am a model, and I've been working with him for a long time, and uh, the sex was good. I stayed. So that That's more than nice. anything else. Who needs more I made a very that. educated yeah. business decision. Yeah. <laughs> I counseled my psychologist and my lawyer, and they said, it's okay, you have nothing to lose in New York. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I love how that's your counsel. Exactly. You have them sit together like they're the mafia yeah. heads. It's very interesting. <laughs> and so well, how long have you been out there now? Uh, six months. Six months. Yeah. And you seem very happy. Six monate. Excuse me? It's Libya in Berlin, six monate. Okay, big shot wow. with your six languages. Yell it and make it sound angry, or else yeah, I'm just, yeah, that is yeah. not exactly. Yeah, that sounded pleasant. Like I didn't know what that was. There you go. 
Monate. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, what's yeah. dirty talk? What's dirty talk in German like? Oh, dirty, dirty anything with really my dirty. accent. But it, but there's nothing love like. <laughs> to the Germans. What's not dirty? Yeah. What's like lovey talk in German? Well, I just remember. Yeah, that's the thing. I remember. This is gonna sound weird. Driving from Rochester to Niagara Falls as a kid, my mm-hmm. uncle Frank. It's like, <laughs> boy, what a romantic sounding language, huh? He was, he was just joking about German. Yeah. It was just like, whom, whom, like, how do you whisper sweet nothings? I was no. told that I was rude at a bar once because this guy, this German guy was drunk and like, kind of like touchy-feely. And I'm from, from here in New York where I'm like, no, dude, you You're don't, you don't touch me. Sure. So I turned in German and they don't say anything directly. They say um, first what they want and then they negate it. So all I knew how to say is I want. I know how to say I want because I'm very good at want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I point and say, ich will das. Ich will das. And he's talking to me and coming up to me and I turn around and said, Ich will du nicht. And my boyfriend lover turned to me and said, That was rude. <laughs> I was like, wow. Ah, so was you just <laughs> What is it that you said? I want you not. Oh, right, I want uh, not. But apparently it was very rude. I find this how you spell how you spell spo- yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> being rude. Well, you are probably one of the most unique people there. Because you're in Germany, which Here's a shocker to everybody. Mm. I just saw the consensus full of super white people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like sure glasses of milk. <laughs> and you aren't, you're Spanish, so they get some people from Spain, yeah. but clearly not from Spain. But they don't get them living there. Yes. Like, they come right. and go, you have the hostels and lots of expats everywhere. You might as well be a unicorn to them. Pretty much. So yeah, pretty he much. wanted the touch to see if you're fucking real. Right. You unicorn everywhere. <laughs> well, that's, and that's a good thing to have. So you're out there. I find this very interesting that you say boyfriend and slash lover. Like it's not like you have a boyfriend that not you're not. My husband. <laughs> yeah, but a boyfriend implies that you're loving. Oh yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't know. What's the difference? My lover, I'm loving too. I mean, I'm loving my lover. Lover would imply that maybe you're not going to movies together. Right. That you're just it's, fucking it's only here and there. Loving. He's 52. I mean, he's not really my wow. boyfriend, so it's kind of like boyfriend. Does he take you out? He takes. He talked. He took me to Berlin. <laughs> That's out. He hasn't taken her Definitely. back. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's a long date. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. We just got from our fir- uh, back from our first ski trip. Oh, Austria. you guys are That's definitely your boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a boyfriend. That yes. is a boyfriend. Yes. He takes me out. Lucky bitch. Nah. <laughs> we'll get to you in a second, Mayhem. <laughs> oh, poor we'll Mayhem. Get, we'll, I'm broken, stuck here. But she's loving everything. <laughs> I am not unemployed and loving it. I love you, though, so it's okay. We're going to find you a Uruguayan lawyer who will take care of you. <laughs> right. <laughs> For your lover boyfriend. This is I, this is great. I really feel that this is a jazz jam. Yeah. Where everyone's just <laughs> hopped up on shit, and we just don't know where it's gonna go. We have like three Coltrane's, a Thelonious Monk, and booze. what's that? You got any booze? We could probably find booze if needed. Yeah. Fucking mayhem. This fucking bro. Yeah. I'm gonna marry her right now. This is my new favorite girl. Well, you're wearing a great hat. I do enjoy your hat. Thank you. So you have that going for you. <laughs> this yeah. is our first date now. Great as good a reason as any. Yeah. You know. Amen. So I told her, I'm like, Mayhem, Mad Dog, Mad Dog, Mayhem, you guys are going to get along. <laughs> Why wouldn't we? So, you're mo- all right, this is something I want to bring up. You're modeling now. When did you start modeling? Uh, ooh, Forever. Wow. Probably when I was three. When you were three, wow. you started modeling. Wow. Not professionally, just for my parents. Okay. Uh, and then they got an idea. <laughs> They, uh, they, they were afraid of it. They did not like it. They did not like it. Why? What do you mean? They're Catholic, very Catholic, and uh, I was, you know, I was that little good, that little girl that they knew. They were like, oh no! Right. I didn't know that was the eleventh commandment: Thou shalt not model. <laughs> thou shalt not model. Thou shalt not be a lesbian. Thou shalt not. Body. 
Tattoo yourself, thou shalt not date older men when you're 20. All the Old yeah. Testament stuff. Which is all things it's that all Catholic girls there. do anyway. So maybe they should stop with that and just let them be. Um, so you're modeling. This is something that got brought up to me last week. So uh, is there this thing called the mo the supermodel dilemma or problem? Well, I'm more of a life model. Okay. <laughs> um, what does that I, mean? I model for painters who do oil paintings. And so they take a long time and they mm. meet me every day for several hours at a time. I also do a lot of fetish modeling. Um, and you've been in magazines with the fetish model? I have. I haven't been. Where have I been? God, I deleted a lot of the details of that past, and I only yeah. enjoy the things that I enjoy now. The vault. The vault. You, you didn't enjoy all that. No, I enjoyed a lot of it, but it got heavy. You know, it's it's. It's, it was a different New York and we and were twenty four. A, a different Liliana and, and a different Liliana and Mayhem. Yeah. You were doing that together. There's no money in it anymore. That's how yeah, we met. We, that's uh. how we met. And there used to be money in it. There used oh, to be good. used to be such good money. Right? <laughs> I mean, there still is. Are you kidding but, me? Yeah. Eight hundred dollars later, and all you did was like walk around in heels and watch some guy do coke. And say no, 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 <laughs> no, no. no. And make your rent in one fucking night. <laughs> Let's uh -huh. explain that. Uh -huh. Wow. All right. So this is fetish modeling. Well, I mean, modeling. Let's do one at a time, please. One dominatrixing, like, you know, people will come in for sessions, and really they all have their own specific weird-ass fetishes. And if you get a good client, like someone who just wants to stare at your legs or massage your feet for hours and hours while they do blow and, like, dance around to men without hats, then score. Then why not? Or a nice cross-dresser. Mm. Who's complaining there? Ah, I never liked the cross-dresser. I love the cross-dresser. <laughs> yeah. That was my specialty. Why did you like the cross-dressers? I just love dressing people up. And you, oh, would you would them dress them up. up. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and mayhem well, doesn't, yeah. doesn't feel that. I have trouble with the whole like games thing, like you know, like the whole role playing thing. Like my ma my motto, motto is always so honest it hurts. Like I'm not gonna pretend that you look good in a fucking dress because you're a fat, disgusting man. So if you want verbal <laughs> but some humiliation, were into that while cross dressing. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, well that's you, you I mean, the, the, no, the degradation works. Yeah. you know. It's, it's, I I can tell that you like the degradation. I'm just taking a wild guess right there, mayhem. <laughs> Well, I just speak the truth. You know what I mean? It's not like I'm making shit up about these people. Now, you say that they all are fat slobs in dresses. Is well, it never, was there ever a skinny dude? Th yeah, no, there was, what, I remember had Rose? I had couples, man. Couples? Yeah, we're, couples are my favorite. Couples. I had really great experiences. With some and what would happen? They'd come in and They'd typically. Come in and one of them would be submissive, and one of them would be a switch, and I would be the dom, and I would, in, you know, introduce whatever was uh, discussed in the interview process. And play and play and play until the limits were pushed towards coming back to see me again. Wow. Jesus Christ. Keep them coming, I guess. <laughs> no coming. Nope. <laughs> no coming. Well, we, yeah, we had... Right, we had... that. That's like... We had a, it illegal, right? Yeah, we had a dominatrix in here before. the more they don't, the more they come back. I mean, that's mm. part of... You blue ball them. Oh, my God. It's, yeah. it's a drug dealer. Yeah. Just yeah. keep coming back. Exactly. They think they're going to get the fix. <clears throat> it's never going to be the same. And how do you get into that? Uh, From modeling? Oh, no, you just, I think you're born into certain tendencies. I was walking down the street in New York City, and I, I would always meet the type of guys that I would end up sessioning with. Wow. And one day I was like, you know what, maybe I should actually try this out, since I only date freaks already. Uh, <laughs> like, why not make money off what I'm already giving away for free? So wait a minute. <laughs> so before you became a dom or fetish model, yeah. you noticed in your dating life, that you were you were into kinky things, weird things, and the guys you were attracted to were off kilter, off right. center to the left of the dial, Before if you will. I became a dom fetish model. I was managing and being the floor girl or the shop girl at Rising Dragon Tattoos. 
Okay. So basically, I'm already in a lifestyle that's about pain and pleasure and mm. very open into different kinds of, you know, piercings. So that was the introduction, the first introduction. And you've always been attracted to dudes like that, inked up, pierced? I really have no, no type. No type. No, I'm, I'm very eclectic. If I give you a list of what I've dated, you'd be like, what the fuck? I, I've seen like maybe a half a dozen of her lovers or boyfriend and or boyfriends <laughs> in uh, the last 10, yeah. 11 years, 11 years. And I could honestly say this girl has no type. Like, <laughs> monstrous one to, like, the cute little Puerto Rican to the 52-year-old guy in Berlin. There, there is no type. Yeah. But that's good. I'm a very open-minded. Yeah. It, oh, go on. I was like, uh, growing up, you, was there, you said your parents were religious. Was there exactly. a lot of, so there were, there's a lot of conflict with I you? I grew up praying the rosary every single night of my life with all my cousins and Kinky. aunts and uncles. Yeah. Until until what age? Probably until sixteen, seventeen. And then? Um, then I then I was in Colombia, a very rebellious time. I was bartending at a gay bar for men. And uh, oh, you're so fucking fabulous. <laughs> seventeen, bartending at a gay bar, shaved head, construction outfit. Wow. How does that happen? The moment that they would know that I was a girl, they're like, no, we don't want you to serve us a drink. How about he serves us a drink? Uh, So I basically just sat on the bar all day (laughs) and drank at night. At 17? At 17. And that was out here? In Colombia. In Colombia. Behind Medellin. Which is, what's the legal uh, drinking age in Colombia? Probably 18, but nobody, I mean, come on. My aunt used to send me to the... Find me cigarettes, light it on the stove, and bring me a bottle. <laughs> Classy. Classy, yeah. Classy, right? <laughs> so you've always been a bit of a wild child. Yeah. Even before 16, were you, were you like Since a troublemaker in school? I ran away twice and called my parents. I was like, I ran away. I'm okay. I'm at my friend's house, and I'll come home when I'm ready. <laughs> and then how long was that? That was in Miami, two weeks at a time. Two weeks at a time. Uh-huh. They're and like, you, stay, it's okay, please, we're please fine. Don't influence, <laughs> please don't influence your four siblings. That was the rule there was at the house. Yeah, where are you and the siblings? I'm the first. I am number Ooh. one. And now, how's, how are the other four? What are they doing now? My sister, who's two and a half years younger than me, is a nurse. Okay. Very, and she's married to a fireman, and she has two kids, a son and a daughter. And perfectly wow. happy, she's I can just tell. She's very happy. She told me after she gave labor, she said, Liliana, I'm so happy to be the first one to give mom and dad a grandson and a granddaughter. <laughs> Mayhem has just stabbed herself. <laughs> I don't think that was the heart. Yeah. I think that was just straight into other arteries. Right. <laughs> because she, she doesn't want the heart to feel that pain. Right. It's too much for her. I'm like, you just gave birth. It's okay. And then what about the rest? My brother is uh, in the Coast Guard, and he just had his first kid. So every one of them is going to be angels. Every yeah, one exactly. of them. Uh, Next one. Natalie is... Cured cancer. We haven't announced birthday. it yet. But. It's her birthday today, Natalie. Happy birthday. Ooh. Happy birthday. Yeah, happy birthday. Yeah, she's, uh, my, I can't say that. The other ones will get mad. I'm like, she's my favorite. I can't say that. Well, you kind of <laughs> just fucking did, yeah. Liliana. Just slipped up. <laughs> it's her birthday. I'm, uh, today I can say it. Uh, she's and, uh, in college. And what's she going to school for? Nutrition. She's really calm. She's going to be broke. We know how that goes. Mm-hmm. Nutritionist. Uh, and uh, the youngest one is 21, Sarita. She was born when I was 16. Wow. Yeah. And so the same parents. Cool. Same parents who are you still together. Gotta love together. the Catholics. <laughs> they don't fuck around. Mm-hmm. And so, are you considered the black sheep? I am considered the streetwise gypsy. Streetwise gypsy. Yes, that's what they call me, <laughs> actually. My mom's like, hi, oh, my little streetwise gypsy. When are you coming to visit? <laughs> <laughs> that, I've never heard uh, yeah. that ever referred to. With like a term of endearment right. for like oh. a child. It's like, oh, yeah. And that's my streetwise gypsy. <laughs> and that's the family doctor. You could be called a streetwalking <laughs> cheetah. I don't think a parent would want to do that one. <laughs> 
Heart full of napalm, ma- ma'am. So oh, that's fucking all right. And now you two bump into <laughs> each other uh. on set or in the fetish scene before that SNM. In an actual dungeon. In yeah. an actual dungeon. We met wow. In the dressing room, probably. Yeah. Where we all hung out, you know, pre costumes, in between changes, you know. Knocking heels around and playing cards and dice, reading stupid books. Yeah. Oh my God, did you see that one? <laughs> <laughs> and then, what's your story, ma'am? Where'd you grow up? Uh, I grew up in New York. What? I grew up in New York. Uh, a te- a technically, I was born in Georgia, but we moved up here when I was like a year and a half. So uh, I'm a, I'm a. You have no southern roots no, beyond that. I've never been back. Never. And they, they my parents weren't from there either. They just met there. But uh, I'm a fallen. From Grace Uptown Girl, like the Billy Joel song. Like mm. my mom was a surgeon, my dad was the lawyer, and I was definitely the black sheep. And but, what ha- what happened with them? Are they uh, still together? She passed in a crazy uh, accident in '05, and he just fell off. Like he and I never got along, and to never. this day, to, well, to this day, he won't talk to me. But the checks keep coming because he's rich as fuck and he has <laughs> a big Jewish guilt complex. So he right, sends right, you right. money. Yeah, but he won't mm-hmm. speak to me. I, I'll call him. He, like, he won't answer, you know, da, da, da. And, you know, it's kind of the best of all possible worlds because he's a dick. <laughs> and he's still giving you money. That's pretty sweet. Exactly. Gig. Hey, I, yeah. got no, I got no problem with this arrangement. <laughs> got no problem with this arrangement. <laughs> who's coming with us to the strip club yeah, on my exactly. birthday? Yeah, mayhem, yeah, motherfucker. Mayhem has to come, yeah. Um, she's, are you kidding me? First seven. Do you have uh, siblings? Dance. I have a younger brother who my father is also basically just cut off, like not cut off, but um, you know, we didn't go to college and do things professional with our lives. He like drove to Texas and works in a factory. You know what mm. I mean? He's a real simple guy. He, he, he doesn't want to like go to tons of school and be a fucking intellectual. You know, he just wants to live his fucking life. And you felt that pressure, both of you as kids you in that house oh, with a surgeon God. and lawyer parents. It was like, it was like, it was like being a foreign exchange student. Like, you're our responsibility, and this is what is expected of you. And so, from a very early age, like 12 or 13, I was just like, fuck you. Yeah. You know, wow. I started getting tattooed at 14. At 14? Oh, that's right. Bootleg tattoos, obviously. No, not even. You can't get them legal at 14, can you? They weren't even, they weren't, tattooing wasn't legal in New York City until after I got my first tattoo, period. This is a groundbreaker right here. Yeah. She's like a Jackie Robinson, if you will. Exactly. <laughs> Is that too soon? Too soon. I was I was six feet tall since I was like twelve. So I wow. walked in. I was like, "Give me tattoo," and they said, "Okay." Wow. Fun city on McDougal. I think it shut down. <laughs> They're about to be if they didn't. <laughs> so uh, that was before it was legal. So it was uh, like okay. grandfather. Statute of like, limitations. Right, right. Up. Exactly. Now, what's high school like? Do you finish high school or no? Oh, no, I finished high school. Uh, like Liliana, I left home a couple times, uh, but I always kept going to school. Like, my yeah. parents, like, I went to a really liberal um, private school. I went to a Quaker school uh, for high school. Hmm. <laughs> right. Wow. So everyone else's parents were really cool. And so I just, I left home and stayed with friends for, like, the, the last half of senior year, and I graduated, yeah. And then you got the fuck out. GTFO. The day after I graduated, I was like in a van moving. Yeah. And where'd you end up? In a squat in Bedsty. Wow. Well, and actually, and it wasn't supposed to be a squat. Like a, a landlord, a landlord, you know, like a con artist ripped me off for like a deposit in two months, and and then the door was locked, but he was vacated. So we broke in, and went up the stairs inside and down the fire escape. And got a crowbar and wedged open the bars and slid my 11-year-old brother in on his stomach and he unlocked it from the inside and we lived there for like four months. Jesus Christ, sounds like a like a yeah. scenario from an episode of Hogan's Heroes. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty dope, not for nothing. Yeah. Like, it, it was like and how the, free, long were the you freest there? and funnest. Well, 
they they warned us a week before the bulldozers came. I would say we probably lived there. <laughs> bulldozers, Anthony. Not, that was very bulldozers. You know, they didn't have to give us warning. We're not legal, legally tenants. They have know? to give you warning. They're not going to murder you inside this home. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, they shouldn't have been there. No, but yeah, we 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 probably lived there like four four months. And it was perfect because it had electricity and running water, but no hot water. So it was it was summer. Mm. Lived there from June to like early September. In fact, I know that was where I watched 9-11 happen. Like I remember being on that roof. I was there for that. So probably till October, like June to October. Wow. So I got my money's worth. Yeah. yeah. And then are you still getting money from Pops then? Did it start no. then? No. How are you fending for yourself? Yeah. No, well, that's what. The dominatrix thing. Well, no, well, that was just it. I so didn't. The money was good. But, right. but yeah, no, I survived. Uh, I was I was walking down St. Mark's one day, and I ran into this girl who used to be uh, hang out with Mindless Self Indulgence a lot. Like I followed them before they were big. I photographed them at CBs when they weren't signed. Like all this shit. CBGBs for people who don't know what that means. For those in, aren't in the know or under uh, twenty five. <laughs> Probably thirty five now. Let's be honest. John knows what Real quick, GBs unbelievable. Is. Two weeks in a row losing my voice again. It's crazy. I'm going to have to text you guys questions. Oh, just <laughs> whisper it. There's no way you're going to write that fast. I'm going to do careless <laughs> whispers for the rest of the uh, tribute to Wham. So here to tell one of your favorite bands, you, ma'am. You, got, you guys mentioned before that the, uh, like the money is not what it used to be. Within, what, was there like a reason why? It really depends. The industry has changed with the internet a lot. So oh, okay. The money can be great if you know how to... It takes a lot more effort than it used to. Mm -hmm. Like at the time was, you could just be on, like the the you, you were a house dom, and you would go in, and the and the dungeon would promote you, and they'd put out your, they you'd be on their website, you'd be in their advertisements, and people could call up and be say who's in today, so you could get walk-ins. Mm. Now, but then also from there you kind of build a few regulars. Well, yeah, like, I've sure. With certain people in my life forever now, and I always will have a tribute and. I'm not doing that anymore, but right. I'm never going to say it's fun for me and it's money that I enjoy. I'm like, and it's ready set up from history. Right, right. You're just you play to certain levels. You kind of build a relationship. It's like going to I'd imagine. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, sometimes I get a phone call. I'm like, you're in town. Of course I'm available. <laughs> <laughs> Let me check. I might be busy at that time. How about, you know. Right. And now, now they make you sweat. Well, uh, A, there used to be like, I would say 10 years ago, there were like 20 professional dungeons, yeah. you know, between Chelsea and Tribeca, it was just like dungeon row. You would never know it. They're in these office right. buildings, you know. Yeah. The uh, elevator door would open and you'd see somebody that you know from somewhere else and you're like. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but uh, there was a real crackdown after one of the less reputable places. Remember the guy who choked himself? Yeah, in the yeah, yeah. Right, so there was this place, this after hours place, and that was actually the first place I ever worked. I, I was long gone when this incident occurred. But this, a guy came in, and it's an after hours joint run by a biker, and uh, and all the girls are on drugs. I was I, on, I, I was on drugs when I worked there. Sure, yeah, and, yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, so some some guy requests abandonment, cross dressing, and predicament bondage. Abandonment, no problem. Predicament, <laughs> yeah. predicament Great. bondage. Is if you move, up. you yeah. you fuck yourself yeah, up yeah, more. You're, you're in okay, so so homegirl, you know, little miss, no nothing, puts puts him in like six inch heels, <laughs> and uh and and and, and, a, down. and no 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 and a collar that's attached to a rig in the ceiling. Okay. And, and leaves the room for like 20 minutes. Abandonment. Sure, abandonment. Okay. Yeah. So he slips out of one of the heels and chokes himself into a coma. 
It, w- it was in the Just daily was, daily yeah. news I'm post. Sure wow. Order episode right. about it. Exactly. <laughs> and, and from there, yeah. it just brought the spotlight so much because he, eventually he woke up, but people, it, it was right. questionable. With the boner. Yeah. But. Sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but not a very big one. Bye-oh. <laughs> Bye-oh. Um, and uh, after that, it brought a spotlight down on the whole dungeon industry. They started sending in undercovers to get these naive girls to do hand jobs for five bills. Then they get to then they get to shut down the whole dungeon, and the owner gets arrested for uh, yeah. process. Uh, for right. when we right. met, we were at a very nice dungeon. It no, was yeah. beautiful. They had a location. Well, it was here it was a female LA. run dungeon. Yeah. It was really like proactive. So, they taught you classes. It was it was beautiful. Yeah. It was a nice community of friends, yeah. and like, uh, mm. throughout the years that I've that been living in New York, when you run into favorite dungeon. I worked at four. Go on Yelp. I worked at four. So what are the reviews? Dungeon. of this one that was yeah. my only dungeon I, I, after that I just independent yeah pretty much independent and I'm very snobby so. I don't have the energy <laughs> for independent and now are you now you're still doing that or no man really it became such an effort like there was a time where you could go in four nights a week and make over a grand and that's only for like literally like unbelievable three, three or four hours of work that right? is insane Strutting around in heels and sure. like you know telling some fat guy he looks pretty exactly crazy exactly. but she yeah. wouldn't say pretty she yeah wouldn't right. Have said right you're a fat slob asshole was there ever this. was there ever one guy was there ever one guy mayhem that you were just like well actually you do you look pretty good like, well there was one guy who could actually walk in heels and was slender enough to fit into the clothes we had <laughs> yeah. so i gave him my i gave him props yeah. <laughs> yeah. they never chose me <laughs> well, they were the sexy, but not the crossdressers. There were a couple hot clients there in the, were a in the day. Hot yeah. Some of the pain ones. I love people who are into pain because you know a good beating is delicious. I worked as a submissive <laughs> in a, as a while too. Yeah, we did and sessions oh, together James. where I downed you, J- dude. Well, let's discuss oh, this. You for James's <laughs> session. That's you remember right. that? You creamed. This has just turned into brunch. <laughs> <laughs> this has become. I remember that night. Yeah. Anthony has it right. This has become dominatrix. Brunch. This is what it's become. Can we get Where, some? Where's my booze? Yeah, where's the mimosa? But mimosas would not work for a dominatrix brunch. Bloody Mary. Oh, we're, we were just discussing we're champagne girls. Yeah. Mm. But we got Schlitz budgets, but we're champagne girls. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think someone just invented a new T-shirt for Urban Outfitters. <laughs> um, see, this is something I wanted to ask. So good. I'm glad you said snob, and then we brought up champagne. Are there dungeons everywhere? Like in my mind, if I go to in Suffolk, you go to Suffolk. New York, all right? You go to, like, the rich part of Long Island. Definitely. There's a dungeon in somewhere. In house, most likely. I mean, in a house. Dungeons and homes. I could open that door and have, like, that <coughs> piled up with crosses and floggers and whips and... Now all you need it is some lighting the, and some sound. It happens all the time. <laughs> yeah, right. It seems never... easy to make, yeah. <laughs> we opened that door and that's what was behind <laughs> it. <laughs> well, today's your lucky day. February 18th and might. Maybe that's... We're bumping everyone off the show, Super Tramp, <laughs> February 18th. She bring all her latex with her. Yes, I did. Oh, you won't be in town the 18th? No, I leave on Sunday. I'm Mayhem. What are you oh, doing man. the 18th? Fuck all. I'm unemployed. God, maybe we all should have someone get whipped. I can't get whipped booze. on my birthday, though. There will be booze on my birthday. I can't get whipped on my birthday, though. That's Maybe we can get someone else to get whipped. We'll find well, someone. I, there, who there, can get are, there are floggers that hurt and then whips that, or don't. That, that, that don't hurt. You know yeah. what I mean? Like again, there's levels. There's, nah. there's levels. Yeah, yeah. I, I love this negotiation. Yeah, you know what I mean? There's, there's, a, it hurts we and doesn't hurt. Hurt you, or we could like tease yeah. you with the hurting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hurt means, ouch, motherfucker. I'm never gonna walk again. Tease with hurt means, holy shit, that's the most painful thing I've ever heard. <laughs> like, this is Why this. Why do I have a heart on? <laughs> right now, yeah. Right, right now, you girls are like dudes trying to convince girls and to just, yeah, you just met me eight minutes ago. Come to my house. There's nothing wrong with me. Touch. So what? I popped my collar. <laughs> and I look like every date rapist you've ever seen on Law and Order. Who gives a shit? Come on. I'm not falling for your ruses, ladies, with your bullshit. Well, let's change outfits. <laughs> How many people. Now, you, 
you say it happens more like houses have dungeons and that. So the, it's almost like a secret thing. A lot of people aren't talking about it. Out of every 10 people, let's, do a rant, let's just do an estimate. Do you think at least one out of 10 eight. people? Eight out of 10 people like some That's kind of some S&M. Kind of thing, yeah. S&M. Yeah. Well, whether really? Or not they they I would qualify it as, as a kink. Yeah, they might not, you but know. we know. What, what are kinks then? Pretty much anything that, that you do obsessively to gives a you level a that on. gives you a hard on. Yeah. Eight out of ten. So if you, sure. Yeah. Do you, so you I'm think out of the three of us? Any of you like to get choked during sex? No. There's no. Oh. Nipple right? pinching. Exactly. <laughs> One out of three. You know. Damn it! I have family listening. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> Did I tell the story about yeah. the smacking? I think. Incident oh, with Laker. Face slapping was one of my favorites. There you go. <clears throat> I was with a girl, um, that was smacking me. And I had never had that in my life. So I'm lying in her bed and out of nowhere, I just get cocked. <laughs> I just get smacked were right to Were you doing it or were you asleep? Was your penis inside? No, no, no. We were just fooling around at that point. We weren't completely naked or nothing. Okay. But she smacked me. And as a dude, I just get smacked. Instant comes out. Now she's just like dry riding me, like, like her panties on my uh, boxers or whatever. And um, she's not looking down on me. I'm glad she didn't. I cock a fist because just well, street, I get hit. What the sure, fuck? Yeah. And then it takes me a second, a presence of mind to go. Punch her in the face. I'm not <laughs> on the street. You do not get hit <laughs> by a dude. You're in a bed with a girl, and this is the hardest your penis has ever been. <laughs> <laughs> and so let me take a sip of tea. Mm. With sriracha. Exactly. And, um, and there you have kink. It was kink, but here's the thing. She did it a couple times on me, and I now I'm starting to sense, I got to do it back. I've never done this. <laughs> right. What am I going to do here? And there's a fine line between <laughs> sure. kink and sorry, Sarge. I'm a little stronger than I think. <laughs> I have soft hands. Yeah, no, you couldn't do too much damage. Oh, oh it's man. a challenge. It's a fucking challenge. I, February 18th. February 18th. You fight mayhem. <laughs> Tables, ladders, and kinks no, no. match. Okay, I, I worked as a submissive, and the guy was an iron worker. Those are rough hands. Those are rough hands. Those are rough hands. Those are rough hands. <clears throat> an iron worker. Oh, James. They still James. have those? <laughs> yeah, my stepdad was listening back in Vegas in San Diego. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> How dare you, sir. So, yeah, I find when I go to hit her, I am now like two inches from her, and it's like the safest is like, this is, I don't know if this is going to register because sure. it's in the earbuds. It's like, but I had to, had to be somewhat firm. And then after doing it, I made, made sure to like look in her eyes to make like, sure like, it was okay. <laughs> it was a fun. I do like getting smacked though. She wanted it. She wanted it. I think she was happy. She was on a plane an hour later, swear to God. She was leaving to go see her dad. <laughs> she really did want to get slapped. It, yeah. What up? Daddy is exactly it. <laughs> Daddy. Well, with you guys, would you say this is just the way you were born? You're into this type of lifestyle, or it was created by the, a circumstance? I think it's a mix. I think I was always born curious and uh, adventures. I did. I did rock climbing when I was 15. I've always been into extreme type of sports. Uh -huh. like, I don't care. I'm gonna take the bus to that country. Um, and that curiosity allows that. And then friendships and life in New York City and it just immediately it's like oh well I'm curious I got into it because I'm lazy because you're lazy I'm six feet tall I was walking down St. Mark's he's like hey you're tall you can make a lot of money you can make you want to work in my S&M club <laughs> such you don't a have scumbag. to have sex <laughs> yeah, but not everyone six feet is is yeah, is working six. the yeah, dungeon yeah but I also look like this you know so 
It, so you it, think it's just the way you are? Yeah, the look, the look. It, there is a typecast, like in anything that has to do sure. with sure. performance, and and you know. Sure, sure. It came, but I mean, not only. Not not only is that how I was like discovered or whatever, I found it came to me very naturally. Yeah. Uh -huh. Because because of my tattoos and my, my, my intimidation I always hear the word intimidating. You know what I mean? At least when I do my hair properly and look pretty. Um, especially in six inch heels. Or a strong woman. I'm sure you hear that a lot. I used to I was on Amazonian sessions when they were on Amazonian women. They would, you would, you See, would that, that's me. funny because people with real Amazon fetishes, Amazon yeah, fetishes not... would be like, you're not an Amazon, you're a twig. I'm like, <laughs> I know, I'm just the only one here over six feet. Wait a minute. You know? <laughs> that's a classification, Amazon or There's twig? Just, yeah, when they want, they want uh... some, some of them are just used it as like, you know, a term that doesn't mean anything, but real people who are into like an Amazonian fetish want you to be more Larger massive, than life. more massive than mm. that. Not just some tall, wispy thing. My roommate calls me the mighty mosquito. The mighty I mean, mosquito. Yeah. Nice. Wow. <laughs> Sucking blood. You put creep. six feet, right. you know, here in six-inch heels, and that's just like. Mm, yeah, no, I'm six-five in in six-inch heels. It's it's fun. Wow. Small children scream and run in the streets. You know. <laughs> well, they had it coming anyway. Fuck them. Right. Seriously, I hate kids. <laughs> <laughs> I am fucking fascinated with mayhem right here. Fascinated right here. This is, this is great. Tramp, take a look right now. This is one of these rarities. I can't be as a million miles an hour because of my voice, but we're all kind of like stunned. Right. This is an interesting. I'm not seeing Anthony like this. We haven't even told real stories. Since the uh, Niners, you want to be stunned. Since the Niners ran uh, through the ball four times instead of running it at the end of the Super Bowl last year. This has been crazy. Benji right now. Licking his lips, and you two <laughs> still brunch. I got my first pencil skirt when I was 15 because my grandmother, she sews, and she made me a pencil skirt because she didn't want me wearing mini skirts because I would get the wrong attention from men. At 15, in a pencil skirt, walking in, you know, sure, yeah. attention from 40-year-olds, and I was like, no, not enough. Not interested. <laughs> and you wanted that Training for me. Training started there. <laughs> Danger zone. Just, you know, I'm like, Grandma, did you have something in mind? So you like the intention of this job, though, right? Oh, hell yeah. I like the attention of many things. Yeah. <laughs> attention is good. I like And attention. do you guys think that you found something that actually uh, it speaks to you, or this is just part of the journey and you're going to move on and do... We've moved on. I mean, oh, totally. <laughs> Yeah, you guys aren't active, right? I, I, I bartend these days, because right. honestly, I make more money doing that. And are you looking for some other rush, or if you guys both have this, like, no one's going to tell me what to do. It was really a rush to me. It was like just... The attention. I moved to Easy work. I'm right, I'm that's right true. Now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I got a question then. Going back to your parents, how would you have wanted to be, I guess, parented, knowing that you kind of were clashing with your parents at the time? Like, what could they have done differently so you weren't going to run away from home? They could have talked to me about sex. Yeah. <laughs> they could have had the sex mm. talk with me at fifteen. That the words nice. positive reinforcement come to mind. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How about that? You never had that. How, no. <laughs> wow. There are four words I remember the most from my childhood. Disappointing, ugly, bad, and wrong. God. Jesus wow. Christ. You can be anything you want except Negative that. reinforcement isn't even a valid dog training method. <laughs> Fact, true. I studied dog that's training. True. I mean, it's, it's, tr it's the truth. You want a dog to do something, that's not the way to do it. No, positive reinforcement always works. We know that. We know that better. Okay. It's crazy. So you were told ugly. Absolutely. Every time when I would write on my hands just because I was artistic and bored, or if I dyed, I had normal hair, if I dyed a little streak in it, or you know, if I started dressing a little more punky because I had developed, gasp, my own personality. Um, you know, God, are you trying to look like a trashy bimbo? You know, like da 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 It's like, you know what? I am gonna try to look like a trashy bimbo, right. fuck you. 
<laughs> but see, that is what. <clears throat> It's a pendulum effect. As far as you push your kid one way, yeah. how of course, it's how far they're going to swing. In the you have to have a fine line with it. You have to. Yeah. But it's so crazy. People are so scared of what's different. And just because someone's different than riding on you, that doesn't mean they're ugly. It just means they have a sure. different mind and they need to explore where their head's taking them. And that sometimes takes their body too and how they want to dress. And some people don't want to wear button ups. Sure. I finally started wearing button-ups at 35 because like, <laughs> fuck it, I don't need to wear an Iggy shirt every day. <laughs> and I kind of have felt, an Iggy shirt under it though, right? I have a clean box shirt, which is a dirty shirt. Clean box, you get it? <laughs> Vagina is a company I've worked for on the road. And so, but there's plenty of those shirts as well. But it's it's, it's so weird. It's uh, because I kind of felt that growing up a little bit. It's like, why are you weird? Because I am. I need to embrace it. Sure, yeah. And, you know, sometimes they're just phases. And sometimes you get bored being different. Yeah. And then eventually right. you're like... Plus you're curious. It's that age of curiosity. So um, either talk to me about it honestly or leave me the fuck alone. Mm -hmm. Right, yeah. Because saying no without an explanation doesn't work when you're curious. It's just mm -hmm. like, uh, excuse And me? do you think with positive reinforcement you wouldn't have ended up uh, in a dungeon? No, not at all. I think I still would have ended up there. But I think with more better uh, with a more with a more better attitude. <laughs> with a better attitude. <laughs> I mean, who can say why people do the things they do? But like, you know, I haven't lived the healthiest lifestyle. I've, uh, you know. What do you do that's not that healthy? Oh, I was definitely a cutter for a long, long a time. A cutter? Oh, yeah. And it's pretty intense. I still, I still have bad scars. For attention, or did you actually try to kill no, yourself? No, neither. Honestly, it was a chemical release thing. Like, if, if I was depressed or hysterical, you cut the skin, and all of a sudden you get a rush of dopamine and and, and uh, oh, wow. endorphins. Bye-bye shoes. <laughs> yeah, well, not all of us got Some people. Someone's handling it a little better, huh? <laughs> but no, I mean, you, don't, you can't say, this is your but... fault, Dad. Fuck you, Dad. You know, but but I could I, when they found when they found out I was cutting myself. You know what they did? They punished me. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You've been alone for two weeks, crying, depressed in your room, and cutting yourself. Well, now you're grounded for two weeks. You have two right. weeks to cry, depressed, alone in your room, and cut yourself. Uh, did you real cut your, smart, Dad? Did you cut yourself again in those two weeks? Yes, of course. The next day, that night. And did they ground you again? I don't remember. I doubt it. Right. At that point, they threw their hands up and sent me to a psychiatrist. Well, it's not really like you were pointing out. It's like the worst thing to put that, the worst situation to put that person in. Yeah. It's like the kid who's bad in class, no, so you it, kick him out. He I've doesn't want to be in class. You know how people who have like such high functioning jobs, like a fucking surgeon, you know, can be like so inept when it comes to like humanity. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? My right. mother was a cold robot. My dad was like psycho. And I just, I don't understand how you can, how you can expect. There needs to be parenting licenses. Yes, that's You need true. a fucking fishing license. You need an, a license right. to operate heavy machinery. You need a license to go deer You need a lesson to play my tennis life, in New York City. My life Think about is that more shit. valuable yeah, than a deer. that's weird, I know. You know? Yeah. Right. And I'm not just talking about my parents. I'm talking, I'm, I see shit that makes me sick every day. All the time. You know what I mean? And like, really, it's like, just, ugh. Yeah. Let me ask you this. You say cold robot, surgeon parent, lawyer parent. You think your parents are sociopaths? Surgeon is a very high profession for sociopaths. Honestly, no empathy. Yeah. You kind of well, want surgeons to not have empathy. Yeah. Yeah. And lawyers, too. You don't too. want them because shaking. I better not kill this guy. God. Exactly. God. Well, they, really, they really don't have empathy. That's why Repeat I, that. I, full, we were talking over each other. Well, the whole uh, thing. Because they have the power of life and death, because people die on them all the time and they have to disassociate from it, 
there's a real problem connecting. You yes. know, like I saw my mother cry once in my life, and I think it's because she was on her period. I saw my dad cry way more than her. Really? The sociopath. <laughs> that was when she was on the period. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, your dad huh? was a crier? Or you've just seen well, him more I than I drove him to it a couple times, yeah. Wow. Wow. Well, that's, well, how does that make you feel? I know you're not connected with him, and you have anger towards him. Yes. But you have driven him to emotion, so he does have feelings for you. Oh, emotionally, we're like the same person. It's just that he has these ideas about life and conservatism and what is proper, and I have a very free spirit. But we both are stubborn and emotional to the nth. I've met him, yeah. Yeah? <laughs> she was at my dad's second wedding. Yeah, I forgot about that. He's a... Uh, How many is he on now? Just the second? It's only his second. After, after my mother passed, That's he good. met a woman through a personal ad. Ooh. That's how he met my mom, actually. Hmm. True story. Well, he's two for two. If it's, yeah. if it's not broke, uh, why fix the shit? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a system, right? Check that out, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the newspaper days, yeah, you know, exactly. not this internet. I'll get a Facebook ad or something. <laughs> why do you keep reaching out to him? Well, I've got one dead parent, you know what I mean? Like, I just think that he should learn to be less judgmental if he wants to be connected with what he supposedly wanted, which was children and a family. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I've basically given up because literally I went to his building, he was upstairs, and the doorman wouldn't let me up. Like, I played telephone through, like, the Indian doorman. Right, he wouldn't even speak to me. He wouldn't come downstairs, and it's like, all right, I'm officially insulted. I don't want to be a part of your little family. Fuck you. You know, okay. I'm, I'm done. I'm, I, I, I'm, I gave the olive branch. Yeah, we've been crazy. I don't know why we rub each other the wrong way, but I don't want to be estranged. And he literally wouldn't pick up the phone. He wouldn't respond to texts. He wouldn't let me upstairs to speak to him face to face. So, <laughs> fuck him. I'm done. You got to get him on the what show. What am I going to do? Get an ulcer over it? Please. February 18th. Mr. Dad Mike. will be the one getting whipped. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Mr. Like Mayhem. Punched. You would punch him. I would. You really would. If he walks in through the door right now, you'd punch your own father. We told you your dad is here. Well, we've got a surprise for right. you, exactly. man. Behind he's our third mic next week <laughs> as we rotate. Well, he's the rings on me. Now, Liliana. <laughs> fuck up my knuckles. You don't have that animosity towards your family. No, no. I have a very close, close-knitted Colombian family that hates everything I do but loves me to death. Uh -huh. Street walking yeah, gypsy. Yeah. They're like, we don't want to know anything. Come here. No little streetwise <laughs> gypsy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So you still have no money in your bank account, right? <laughs> yeah. This sounds like a Fox show. Yeah. Like, like, or or CBS after two broke girls. Streetwise gypsy. <laughs> well, this is great. We have to wrap up now. All right. Um, any closing questions for the ladies, gentlemen? This has been uh, I mean, one for the ages. Yeah, it's not one question. There's no way. Yeah. <laughs> well, ladies, um, any closing comments? I wish I was here for your birthday next week. <laughs> Obviously. We'll be here in spirit. So, thank you for having <laughs> us. I'll come party. Yeah, yeah come, come party. up here. 18th. February 18th. February 18th. 8 p.m. Okay. Anything you all want to plug? Anything to plug? Uh, Websites, Twitters. She's plugging Berlin. Berlin. <laughs> the whole city. She's headed towards wow. da, 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 da. Fuck Berlin. I'm working tomorrow night at a pirate-themed bar in, in right. Brooklyn. We're it's called No Quarter. It's uh, on, on Fifth Avenue between 80th and 81st in Bay Ridge. I'm working. The more customers I get, the more shifts I get. Ooh. And we're going to do some ass-clown, crazy punk rock karaoke. Is this every Friday? No, no. Tomorrow's Thursday. First well, here's the problem. This is not going to air till yeah. Tuesday. Damn it. 
the fourth. <laughs> Come to Berlin. When do you work next week? Yeah, plug yeah. Berlin again. Give me a, uh, actual <laughs> that was jobs awesome. Until he sees that I can bring in. <laughs> All right, you customers. go there. You ask for mayhem. V says she's not working. Go. You don't get my fucking money. That's It'll, right. That's right. Exactly. I'm gonna get obscure with mayhem a lyric or here. Go for it. You, this is gonna be like do. the dead milkman. If your store doesn't have no Mojo Nixon, your store could use some fixing. That's what you're gonna fucking do. <laughs> Punk rock girl. That's right. You guys know what I'm talking about. Mayhem knows the fuck I'm talking about. Suburbs. New Jersey punk rock. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Benji, let's do some plugs. The best of BS on Twitter. We also got a special promo code LUST for all of our stand-up New York shows. Get half-off tickets. Check out all of our podcasts. We have a piano guy here now, (laughs) full-time. Pretty sweet. Just jumps in. Uh, lots of podcasts, lots of cool stuff, lots of shows. Check us out, jump on board, and keep spreading the love. Ow! Anthony DeVito, my main man. Uh, yeah, you can follow. Uh, I got a podcast called The Rad Dude Cast. You can follow us on Twitter at The Rad Dude Cast. Thank you. <laughs> uh. At Mad Dog Matter on Twitter, Mad Dog Matter on Facebook. Concerns, want to be a guest, have an idea for a guest, give me a yell on Facebook. Keep supporting. Come here February 18th. Here. 8 p.m. We're going to party. We're going to have an interesting, chaotic show. I like this. Yeah. We didn't have a diabetes. I left in the middle. Did people know I left? <laughs> diabetes yeah, and hot tea. You behind your back. I might not have any throat left. We went into the, back <laughs> we went to the dungeon. Yeah, I found all yeah, the goddamn so dildos and whips. A lot of floggers. Right. I don't the know floggers. What that is. <laughs> a lot of Let's be honest. A lot of floggers. You guys need to fix that word. That word should be a lot better than fogger. Flogger. That doesn't sound, it sounds like flagellants. Cat nine. You yeah. can have a cat and nine. A cat nine? Cat nine tails. Cat nine tails. Yeah, that's, that's a, a type of flogger. It's a little bit hot and heavier. You're going to hurt. So the nine. ends are knotted. There's knotted nine strings. Like, the ends are knotted. cut you a little bit. I love how the way they talk is just like NRA people talking about, yeah. which one is a nine mil? Yeah, you're going to want to do the cat for nine. <laughs> well, my people, this has been one of the best episodes ever. I don't think we'll ever be able to have another episode Last quite as great. <laughs> I might quit after this. Hopefully I still have a voice next week. This is unbelievable. Until next time, babies. Remember, we're all worth a million in prizes. Thank you, ladies. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Oh, I'm getting old. God bless. Oh, man. There's been a can opener next to me the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> that was a fun episode, everybody. Was a lot of yeah. Fun. So, Mad Dog Matter? Mad Turn. It's like pattern, but throwing M up in that bitch. Yeah.